Hey everybody, this is So Many Sequels, your book club for movies. I'm Josh. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. This week on the show, our unqualified and semi-educated Oscar preview picks. That's right, we're making predictions today. We talk about what will win and what should win some of the night's biggest awards. Will the Oscar go to fan favorites like Brendan Fraser and Everything Everywhere All at Once? Or will old Hollywood reign supreme again with movies like The Fablemans and Tar? Plus, the slap is still all anyone can talk about from last year's show. Will they address it? Should they address this iconic moment from last year's ceremony? Or will we be slap free? Find out what we think will happen on this week's episode of So Many Sequels. Find us online at somanysequels.com for links to all of our social channels and our old episodes. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Um, I feel like I was, I feel like I was watching How I Met Your Mother, like, you know, from the start, because not because I was interested in the show, but because I didn't have anything to do and I would just turn on TV and that show was on and it was pretty funny and it was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then it kind of built up and built up and I was like, oh, this is really uh, going quite well. Um, and, uh, you know, then as we got close and then as it built up and built up and we got closer to meeting the mother, uh, I heard how bad the last season was. And so I didn't watch the final season until like, I don't know, I recently rewatched the entire series. Mm. And that was the first time I'd ever seen the very last season because of how bad I heard it was. And being so far removed from it, it actually softened the blow a little bit because it wasn't a great final season. Makes sense. Uh, it was not a good series, but I didn't have that emotional visceral, like, what did I just see? And so I think that's the way to do it. Wait about 10 years yes, and then you can do it. Yeah, that's what that was me in the office. Because um, everybody hates those last like season and a half, half, uh, you know, that last like season and a half of the office. But for me, when you're binging it, right, it doesn't really soak in that as badly. When you're waiting week to week and the season's just not doing it for you, it's a struggle. I don't hate the last season as much as most people, I hate the last episode. That last episode really just takes all of the wind out of the sails of what could have been, you know, uh, the last, uh, the, you know, that last season. Because last season I was like, okay, how much your mother's always relied on narrative gimmicks. And so the narrative gimmick they're going with for the last season is the whole season takes place in like a 24 hour period. Fine. That's okay. I think cool. that was the problem. I, I don't think they like it. Done that. No, they should have done that briefly. Like, give that like a three Look. or four episode run or something. Like, because that's fun. But like, to chop the, I mean, it, the whole season just felt so weird from everything else. Yeah. Uh, it it makes, I don't think like you should. How I met your mother. The time delineation becomes very weird in that yeah. level. I don't think you should experiment with the formula in your final season. That's fair enough. Especially like, for 24 episodes or however long. I know. It's I mean, so, it, was a, season, it was a full such season. Such a long season. Like, Mistakes, oh. guys. But what are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. But uh, here we are, gathered again here today uh, to celebrate this thing we call film. Um, yes. It's an exciting day, friends. It's our Oscars preview show. It is. Yes, yes. We're talking about the Oscars. Um, sorry, I got really distracted because the... Uh, the dog is right in front of me comically trying to get on the couch and he can't for some reason <laughs> has decided he can't do that anymore. And so he just, like keeps, a dog. he just keeps jumping and hitting and jumping and hitting and jumping and hitting the couch right in front of me. Yeah. Every, <laughs> and it was really throwing me off. Okay. But I'm back no, on track. Cause he gave up. Yeah. Oh, he said, yeah. all right, I'm done. He said, I'm done. Yes. We're talking about the Oscars today. More, impo- uh, not more importantly, uh, more specifically our Oscar predictions uh, we decided to take a look at some of the key categories, some of our favorite categories, and we all made a list of who we think will win mm. this category and who we think should win on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited to see how this goes. It's a different way to do it. <laughs> He's back again. Um, 
it's a different way to do it than we have in the past. So I think it'd be interesting to see kind of where we align and if we think the Academy will go with our guesses. And we have not seen each other's picks, correct? No. No, and but I imagine say, we'll align on a lot of them. We haven't all seen all the movies, which makes us very qualified <laughs> to do this. I feel we've seen a good number of them. I feel confident in the movies I've seen, my picks from there, you know? Yeah, gotcha. Mm. Well, I don't want to start um, with the big one, obviously. But I do Say think we can go ahead. Best picture, and, then? We can, yeah. We can go ahead and jump into... into um, some of the smaller ones. Actually, you know what? No, we're going to start with a big one, but not the big one, because I think that's fun. Let's talk about best animated feature first. All right, all right. I think that's a fun, a fun opening. That's a good place to go. Um, I think I have the list here pulled up. Yes. Yeah, so the nominees this year for animated feature film are Guerrero del Toro, del, del Toro's Pinocchio. That is available through Netflix, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, the classic YouTube short turned into A24 indie film. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, mm -hmm. uh, the, su the surprise animated hit of the year for me, yeah, honestly. Came on real late in the year and, and has really by storm. blown people away. Right. The Sea Beast, I'm not familiar with that one. I've seen that. And Turning Red uh, from Pixar. Yeah. So, who anyone who wants to go? You know what, David, you go first. You you are more of a cartoon animated per person than we are, I think. Yes. So I will say <laughs> that um, all these movies are pretty good. Like I okay. think Turning Red. You've good. seen them all. I've seen them all uh, except for Marcel because oh, okay. um, it's just like I, it's possible to find streaming. I'll tell you what. Yeah. But uh, Turning Red is very good. I think that uh, time is not on its side. I think most people have forgotten about it. Um, the Sea Beast is good. Yeah, sorry to all the uh, the the Tar fans out there, but I it just I don't know. It's not clicking for me. Maybe if I get to the end of it someday, uh, I will enjoy it more. And then Triangle of Sadness. Uh, you know, I think I'm the only one that saw it, so I'll I'll save my spiel for later. But I just don't think it's a contender. <laughs> Let's switch it up then to uh, adapted screenplay which has some fun options in it. Some, well, a, a couple surprising ones, I think. Well, maybe one. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. David, starting with you again, who do you think will win and who do you think should win? Well, who I think should win is Glass Onion, A Knives Out Story. Oh, um, nice. Because I, I think it's really good, but also the original Knives Out won Best Adapted Screenplay. That's true. So my thought process here is it should, you know, maybe it should go again. And what will win, I honestly don't know, but I'm going to say Knives Out just because I don't really, I don't really know between the other ones. Uh, I would not be surprised if Top Gun or Women Talking won or Living. I have not seen that. Um, but I'm going to say Glass Onion will win, and I, and I, I think it should win. Yeah, this is one that I also haven't seen a ton of the movies on, but um, I'm going to pick both for my will and should uh, Women Talking, a movie that I truly haven't seen, so I can't really judge. But um, <laughs> I do think that based on what I've read about it and the trailers that I've seen, it seems like it is a movie that uh, I do want to see. Um, I think that it is a, a movie that people should probably see. Um, I can't, again, say too much about it, but I do think that it, uh, based on the list... You know, I was not one of the ones who connected with the mystery as well for Knives Out. Um, so for me, it's not, doesn't meet that standard that I hold. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, I did see, and I have just, meh, it's fine. There's not a lot of talking in it. I know it's not necessarily all about writing, um, but, or the dialogue, but there's not a ton. Um, I did, and I haven't seen Living, so. And, and as a screenplay, I think uh, I think there are other Oscars that Top Gun should win. <laughs> I'm still not entirely. Oh, sorry, Josh. What was yours? Uh, I was going to say that I think I've I've not seen women talking, so I'm pulling it out of the air. But I think that it will win. Uh, and I think, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Knives Out should win. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with you on that one, David. Um, and I don't know. 
this one I'm not really I don't, I'm not really too sure where the waves are blo- are, are are blowing or the winds blowing on it. Uh, could be all quite could be any of them probably except for Top Gun because that movie has let's be real very comical dialogue but not like intentionally comical all the time I don't think. Yeah. Uh, that movie was corny, uh, but that's the point. So don't come at me. I loved that movie, but yes. come on, it is not. It is not Oscar award worthy writing. <laughs> what Maverick? Yeah, no. yeah, that's just silliness. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not silly. sure what goes into the scripting of all of the the stunt aspects. But you know, other right. than that, yeah, yeah, it's not like it was. It's not like it uh, moved anyone with its. Uh, I don't know, melancholic. I'm still not monologues. I'm still not overly clear why. Glass Onion and the original Lives Out were were in best adapted screenplay because I'm not sure what they were adapted from. The second one I understand, but the first one I don't. I looked it up just to make sure. And best adapted screenplay is presented to uh, films that are adapted from other established material, Uh, usually novels, but also uh, stage plays, musicals, short stories, or TV series, films, and film characters. So I assume if if the adaption is... Benoit Blanc being adapted to another film. I suppose that's why that counts. Wouldn't that mean he would have had to existed in another medium though? Well, he existed in the other medium of the movie Knives Out. Maybe Knives Out, maybe I've got it wrong. Maybe Knives Out won Best Original Screenplay last time. It may have. You might so it would all, that. every sequel be an adapted screenplay? I think so. If, it's, if they Top continue Gun's to be that good. Yeah, because Top Gun's also in here, and that would be adapted from the previous Top Gun. From the, yeah, I think any sequel counts as an adaptation. That's wild of an original right. work. Maybe they That's need wild. a. They're gonna need a best best sequel writing someday. Um, at this point, all right, yeah. Let's move on to our next category. We're getting into the acting categories now. Okay, let's talk about best supporting actress. Best Supporting Actress. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that I think Angela Bassett's going to win. Whoa! I think Stephanie, I don't know how you say her last name, uh, Sue should win. I think Sue. Sue, okay. I think she should win because I think she did a great job. I think Angela Bassett, though, because you got to think, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to game the Academy here. The Academy loves to give people their flowers, right? Angela Bass has been a big star for a long time, but this is her first nomination since she played Tina Turner in uh, whichever Tina Turner song that movie's named after, right? She was <laughs> nominated then, didn't win. I think that they're going to tr- they're what they're going to do is they're going to say Angela Bassett, due to her longevity, deserves this award. Um, that's how most people are going to think about it. And that Stephanie Angela Bassett did Steph- the thing. She you. did the thing, which incidentally, I thought, anyway. Uh, Stephanie Shu, they're thinking maybe they're thinking she'll have other opportunities. But Angela Bassett, you know, I feel like sometimes some of these awards are also lifetime awards, you know, and lifetime achievement awards. Um, so I'm going to say Angela Bassett wins Best Supporting Actress. I think Stephanie Shu should really get it because she was great in everything, everywhere, all at once. Wow, I um, <clears throat> I don't think you're wrong, and I think you make an interesting argument, especially after everything that happened with Chadwick Boseman. And people thought he was going to win the Oscar. And with his connection to Black Panther, I could see that being a possible thing where they'd be like, uh, maybe we make up for that mistake here and give her her flowers and do all of this. But I think Jamie Lee Curtis is going to win. Um, I've not really seen anything to to show otherwise. Um, I think she's going to take it. Uh, I do think that Stephanie Hsu also should win. Um, I think that she is a really like home run hitter in that movie. I love the Jamie Lee Curtis prediction. Uh, that's a good one. Because I she's won a lot have, of she's won a lot of awards this year. I think that she, she's she has, but she does her. she. It will be her first Oscar, which would be big for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is very popular with the Academy. You're very right about that. I think the only, honestly, I think her downside is Stephanie Shu. Uh, I agree. I, I agree. think if I think if she didn't have to split if that if that movie wasn't splitting the category into, into two awards, mm. uh, it'd yeah. be easier for Jamie Lee Curtis. But I think a split vote could lead to Angela Bassett. I'm 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 uh, 
trying to take up time here because I'm not decided what I wanted to, to pick yet. Because <laughs> David really threw a wrench in, in everybody in the plans. <laughs> what did I, do? I think I, that I just, well, you know, just your your argument for Angela Bassett was pretty strong because I don't know that it's uh, I don't know that the Black Panther performance was was the best performance of the year. Um, but I think it's possible that she will win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Angela Bassett will win, and mm. Stephanie Shu should win. I'll tell you what. But I like that Jamie Lee Curtis pick. I could see it. I'll tell you what. Other, other than making you guys laugh, winning an argument or presenting a good argument is like the, like the best thing that uh, ever happens to me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, th- I think it makes perfect. I think it makes sense. You got to have more confidence in your arguments, man. Come on. I, well, I always have great arguments, but whether or not they you actually don't. sway you guys. Whether or not they actually sway you guys. Like, you, you don't know, always. I, I have, I, I'm super great arguments guy over here. There's a yeah. reason that I am. Letterbox King. That there is a reason that you are that, but I don't know if it's because of your arguments. My arguments, my flaw, my 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 logic is flawless. You know your, your takes. I uh, um, you know I'm like, I'm like Muhammad Ali. All right, all right. What he is to boxing, I am to film based arguments. <laughs> all right, I'm let's, so wrong. I make angles right. Let's hit up uh, best. So let's stay in the supporting category and and switch over to actor. Best supporting actor. Uh, in a feature film, we've got Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inisherin, mm-hmm. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans, Barry Keoghan for the Banshees of Inisherin, and Kihoi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. I feel like this could be a quick category. I am very nervous about my pick here. I think he should win. Uh-huh. I really okay. do. And I, and I think he will win, but I'm also, if we were putting confidence points on this, this would be one of my lowest confidence points. Um, because I, the Academy has a tendency not to recognize people like he, I think. No, you're and right. I think that for this to be his first time to be nominated for it to be a part of this film that has dominated a lot of conversation for a year. I have a feeling that people are going to want to pick someone other than someone who's been getting a lot of attention. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to be in these people's heads, but I feel like either Barry's, you know, either Key's going to win or Barry Keegan's going to win. I feel like that's, I feel like that's the race because I feel like Barry won something like the, I can't remember what it was, the SAG or the spirit AFTAs or something like that. So the race but i really want key to win and i think he should okay yeah i think key will and should um i don't really see any other reason why i think that he i think again going back to the split there and i don't even think they'll split one and two i think going back to the other category i think you could see uh jamie lee and stephanie shoe split one and two and so i think that could be lead to one of them winning anyway um i think that uh barry and brendan would be two three Mm-hmm. Um, and then I still think that leaves a, a wide lane for key, but that's a love to see Brian Tyree Henry or Judd Hirsch win here too. Oh, sure. This is a good ca- category full of great actors. I'd love to see anybody win here, but Those I think it should be key. Best supporting actress category. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna also go with key will and should win. Um, it is a good cat. It is a category full of good actors, but I don't know that I find it necessarily competitive, uh, because Key's story is extremely compelling, mm-hmm. and I think that will matter to many Academy voters. I think his kind of he was plucked from obscure from from obscurity. You know, he he was he was a child actor who disappeared into behind the scenes work, and then he you listen to him talk about how he got the everything everywhere role, and it was kind of just like a happy coincidence that he even tried to get back into acting and it happened to be at the same time this movie hit. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he, you are right that he, that the Academy tends to not um, recognize actors like he, but um, I'm, I am holding out hope uh, that things will be a little different this year. Even Me if too. It's not forever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Me too. I, I don't, I'm, uh, yeah. He's been great. I mean, and he's been sweeping, honestly. He has won several of the other. He just awards picked up in the Independent Spirit Award. Um, he's he's been picking up trophies left and right. It seems like he's yeah he's basically the Kenny Omega of this category. I don't he's know what that means. Belt collector. 
Thank you. The dude. bone collector? Belt collector, belt. sorry. Belt he's collector. the sweeper, he's the cleaner, he's the belt yeah. collector. You know, he, get, he, he just gets all of the nicknames. He's a man of many jobs. I wish I could do a Kenny impression, but I don't, I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I, that's you, what you're going to see. I, I was going to say it. you could, and I wouldn't know if it were bad or not. Exactly. Um, let's go back into the actresses for best actress. One of the biggies of the night. Our nominees in this category include uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna Diarmas for Blonde. Um, oh, I don't know how to say her name. Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, my will and should are the same here. I think it's Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> I think what I said for Key is opposite for here because Michelle Yeoh, again, has a long legacy in the film world. People have, she's a widely respected actress. She's so widely I think, respected. I think that Michelle Yeoh wins here. I would not surprise to see Kate Planchett win, but I'm going to say Michelle Yeoh. Okay. <clears throat> I, I struggle to make an argument because I'm going to play devil's advocate here just because David picked, I know. Uh, who who will win. Uh, so my will win, I'm going to say is Kate Blanchett um, mm. for Tar. Um, Josh, I'm with you. That movie is long and it is a hard watch. But at the same time, I do find Kate Blanchett captivating. Um, I, I watch her character with interest and the way that she portrays and acts and just holds herself in that movie is just so like, man, I don't like this movie but I want to keep watching because you are doing a good job. <laughs> and I like, the, I like that you are doing a good job and I approve of you doing a good job. So I will support you doing a good job. But damn, I really don't want to watch this movie anymore. Um, and I think that that movie, I think that that says a lot about a performance, mm. um, but just a performance, right? I think that, that I don't understand necessarily all of the movie, but I understand her performance and it's very, very good. Uh, but who should win is Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, Michelle Yeoh is my should win for sure. Uh, I think she is just an icon. And I think what she does in the movie is remarkable. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to watch it again. Honestly, I've been putting off watching it again uh for some reason because i feel like I oh it's got to be the right time i gotta watch it at the right time yeah. um but man she's just so good in it and she is so likable and well respected like you said david that it's and, and she's also been cleaning up uh at some award shows but to go with garrett's argument so has kate blanchett so mm -hmm. i think this could be a close race between the two of them and i'm at it i'm at a situation where like my heart says Michelle Yeoh will win, but my brain says, oh, Kate Blanchett might. So uh, I think for the sake of, 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 I don't know, just throwing some stuff out there, I'm going to go with Kate Blanchett will win, even though I, I, don't, right. I don't agree. We all agree, though. It's between those two. Uh, yes, I think we agree it's between those two, you know, and I just don't want to, I don't want to think all of my picks will be the picks. Yeah, well, I, I am notoriously. Mostly because I want to be wrong a little bit. <laughs> true too it's um i'm notoriously the worst picker amongst us when it comes to the academy awards here it went like 24 for 24 last year and 23 for 24 like the year before that and i think the best i've done is like 11 for 24 um usually though it's the other categories that get me i don't know how i don't know how garrett always picks best audio design or whatever wins those categories a lot of re honestly a lot of research a lot of research. I know. You That's know, I, um, I want to put it out there. Uh, this is mostly a message to you two because or, – or or to anyone who would like to join in our Discord channel by signing up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash so many sequels. But don't forget that one of our uh, Discord members dropped a link to uh, the ESPN fantasy draft of Oscars. I don't know what they call it, but it's the fantasy pick draft. Pick'em or something, yeah. I need to yeah, that. the pick'em. Yeah, so uh, we've, got, we've got a team – in our discord setup so if you join us there you can find the link to sign up and we will have to be sure to sign up before the yeah. before the pickums close you know it'd be great so we need to make our own version of the pickum game right but i also want to include like prop bets like will one of the winners mention uh climate change 
or mm. will, you Only know, if it's Leo, uh, you know, over under on how many bits, uh, you know, that, that from Jimmy Kimmel, uh, meet no, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, something funny. How long will the opening segment go? How long the only will thing I want to know? Go? I want to know how many slap references there are. Cause I'm betting oh, it's a lot. It's going to be obnoxious. Minimum of two. <laughs> will we have to sit through another agonizing skit of Wanda Sykes touring the Hollywood museum or whatever it was last year? Hey, that was funny. Oh gosh, it was not. It was it was aggressively boring. We'll see. We'll see. We'll uh, you know the Oscars, the ceremony. We'll get back to the awards in a second, but the ceremony will be interesting because they're gonna have. They're, I'm sure they're gonna have it under a whole different lens after it's last year's debacle. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's gonna come out. I bet. I guarantee you. I'm gonna pick it right now. Here's my preview. Jimmy Kimmel comes out with security for his opening bit. Like that's a good. That's a good guess. That's easy writing. Easy. <laughs> doesn't even take i mean they pitched it and he went exactly that or 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 they'll have a mock like fence around the stage he'll be be in a he'll be in a he'll be in a bubble yeah we built a wall (laughs) he loves he loves a joke like that because i have some jokes i have some jokes about nicholas cage i'm gonna make later and i wanted to be safe oh god like that thank god will smith's not in the room tonight or they'll do a whole bit him and matt damon anyway um let's get back to the awards uh this is a big one big best actor you know the man the man of the past month is up mm-hmm. for us anyway that's this right is Bren, this is brendan fraser's category uh, right. everybody knows this brendan fraser for the whale austin butler for elvis colin farrell for the banshees of inishirin paul mescal for after sun and bill nye for living yes so like will win should win let's do it i am gonna we- go against brendan we just celebrated Brendan Fraser. Yep. And I want to say this before I say my pick. I think this is because I haven't seen, I have not seen all of living or after some, but I did look up their I did look up scenes mm-hmm. for these performances and they're, they're great. Mm-hmm. I think this is the best category in terms of like nominees. Like this is a stat category. Anybody could win this award and I would go, yeah, they deserved it. They deserved it. Brendan is who I think will win. I think Brendan Fraser will win best, uh, uh, actor in a leading role that said if austin butler won wait awesome if colin farrell won awesome bill nye awesome paul mescal awesome They're, every performance theater is great i think brendan will i think he should but i think anybody here this is a this is a good pick yeah um he brendan fraser will win um who should win i haven't seen the whale so i will make the case for austin butler because I think that, uh, again, you said he sh- he could. Uh, I think that he, again, became Elvis, right? Uh, I think he still is Elvis. I think he himself has forgotten that he's not Elvis. I think that's a problem. I think most you. people have called him out. Uh, but he I convinced call him himself. Out, I, I know. Well, he convinced himself that he's Elvis, and he convinced me that he's Elvis for the three hours that I sat there and watched that movie, right? <laughs> he brought a, a car- what I have c- considered a cartoon character of a person my whole life, Mm-hmm. back to normalcy and that is uh, the sign of a good acting performance and so that's my argument for austin butler i do think that brendan fraser should win but i haven't seen the movie so that's my case for austin butler. i'll tell you i'm afraid that austin butler will win that doesn't mean i think he will he's not my will pick don't put me mm-hmm. down yet but i'm afraid <laughs> it could happen um i think brendan fraser should win i have seen the whale uh i have seen i was trying to make sure which of these i haven't seen i so i have not seen living or after sun but the others i've seen i think david you're right that this could be a category that could go to anyone and it would be worthy uh because i've heard good things about both those movies but i my i i think i'm gonna say that brendan will win because i want to will it into the happening i want to will it into the universe but um I'm worried about Austin Butler. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, I will be sad. I will be a sad boy. A lot of people will be very sad if Brendan doesn't win. I'm actually afraid that they might uh, internet riot. It's possible. It's very possible. Um, and I'm afraid that he'll go, see, this is why I went away. You <laughs> all suck. You never appreciated me and you still don't. And then we'll Brit- lose him forever. Brendan Sullivan's canceled. Yeah. Real talk. If Brendan's Key awesome. and Brendan, <laughs> if Key and Brendan lose, then it is going to be bad time for the all of Oscars. the 
They oh, are going to yeah. meet the same fate as the Grammys did when they did not get Beyonce the album of the year or whatever mm. the big one is that they everybody thought she should win. She didn't. Mm. If they mm. continue to go against the people, the people will riot. It's very possible if they both don't win. Yeah. I mean, all that, all that, all those warm feelings we had during the Golden Globes when they both won will be not, will not be seeing that. Um, I can't, I was going to say, I can't give Austin Butler a hard time because he was stuck in Elvis' voice. Because um, the other day, for some reason, Josh, I listened to a podcast that you and I did in 2014, um, back when we had a thing called the Center Stage Podcast. Yeah. And, I was still talking like Vinny from The Odd Couple a little bit. Do you remember when we did The Odd Couple? Yeah, I remember doing The Odd Couple. I still had a little bit of like a weird New York accent that I was throwing into occasional things I would say to you. And I was like, why am I talking like that? I was listening to myself and I just sound like an idiot. Anyway, so I I can't give Austin Butler too much crap for being stuck in Elvis mode. I'm going to have to go back and check that out. Uh, Every now and then I'll say stuff like, I'll be safe like, well, because it's Tuesday. I would, Tuesday. I, would say, I would say Tuesday like that or something like yeah. that. I would just throw in these little like weird accents that I was doing in the odd couple. Anyway. I mean, Austin Butler's whole Oscar, Oscars campaign has kind of been about, yeah, how he can't seem to stop talking like him. He, he denies it at all times, but like, come on, man, we're not stupid. Uh, you're doing that. <laughs> he's a little stuck in there. Yeah. You know, and it I'll happens. Give him, I'll just give him when you work, it. you know, he's been working with a coach for a long time. It took three years to make that movie or something like that. So, I mean, what, you know, maybe. Well, and Maybe. you know, Lisa Marie had passed in the time uh, that around the time that he picked up the Golden Globe, I think, and he dedicated it to the family. So I think that could, there's a lot of goodwill for the Elvis estate right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Could be, could be. But Brendan, uh, you got to know everyone has so many sequels is rooting for you. And if, if the, if Hollywood disappoints you again, you can make movies for us anytime you want. Yeah. Bedazzled too. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll just, yeah. Come over. Uh, okay. We're into uh, the final couple of awards we're going to talk about for our predictions. Uh, next up is Best Director. Best Director. Outstanding performance as a director or whatever they actually say. <laughs> it's, it's directing is the name. Yeah, direction. Uh, and for that, we've got Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh The Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Usland for Triangle of Sadness. So my should win, or my I think my should win is The Daniels, but my will win is Steven Spielberg. That's where I'm going to go with it. I think that Spielberg's going to win this award for a multitude of reasons. One, because the Fablemans is really good. Two, because he's still Steven Spielberg. All right. And he's, he's, he's one, one of our most acclaimed directors, you know, and I think the Academy might think that the Daniels have got another banger in them and they'll get their flowers later, but they want to give Steven Spielberg one more shot, especially in the wake of, uh, anyway, I won't talk about that, but anyway, I think that Spielberg wins this. I think that the Daniels, deserve to win this as well but i'm not going to say steven doesn't deserve to win it but that's that's it i don't think martin mcdonough or todd field or ruben austin i don't even think they're in the conversation i hate to say that but i think that's the case next i'm right there with you david with the same uh should win as the daniels will win as steven spielberg we'll talk about it in the next category i'll get into a little bit more but there is one thing that hollywood loves and that is itself so they love that steven spielberg because he's been the 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 top forever right um they love that he wrote a movie about how much hollywood saved him oh my god they love it oh they love to see (laughs) it on the screen look at how great hollywood is we love it and this is someone who doesn't hate hollywood for the record they just love themselves and sometimes you can be a little narcissistic and not be evil and that and that's okay that's where the hollywood voters are um Mm. i think that they will give it to him because it's so personal. Um, it is his movie. It is like for him. I think this is his category. Um, and I think they will reward him with this high esteemed award because he won't get another one tonight. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take those picks, flip it and reverse it and say that I think the Daniels will win and that maybe Steven Spielberg should. Uh, okay. All right. Is is going to be my prediction? 
Um, the Steven Spielberg, you know, they both of these both sets of directors here uh, deserve it. I also agree that the other nominees aren't really in the competition this year. Uh, but I, I think Steven, I think Spielberg deserves it because of what he's been able to accomplish at his age. I think the movie is very good, uh, especially for a man of his age and very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man is, is, is late in his career, still spitting out banger after banger. I mean, he, this is his second uh, best picture nominee in a row right after mm-hmm. West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's killing it in a lot of ways. And I think this could be why he should win it. And then the Daniels, I think will win it because they've won everything. <laughs> you know, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, I can't, I mean, I, I disagree in, in, in my actual picks, but I agree right. with everything you just said that right. this yeah. is, this is Spielberg's 14th best director nominee, I think. And, uh, He's his if he wins, this will be the first time he's won Best Director since Saving Private Ryan, which he also did not win Best Picture for. So it will be. I don't know. I think there's a very good chance that we see a similar thing play out this year as played out back in 1999. Yep. Yep. Here's an interesting little detail for you. Uh, So he was nominated for the only time he's ever won Best director and best picture was for Schindler's List in 94, which is the same year that Angela Bassett lost best support, best uh, actress for uh, the, t- the Tina Turner movie I mentioned earlier. It all, it anyway, all comes back. Spielberg and, and, uh, and Angela Bassett tied together. Okay. Well, that brings us to our final category of the night, the big one. We're talking about best picture. Nominees include uh, Tar, mm-hmm. Elvis, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking, Avatar, The Way of Water, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Inishirin, The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, and finally, Top Gun Maverick. Um, Will win, should win. You know, there's a lot of movies in this category this year. (laughs) There's a lot. Um, And I appreciate that they put Top Gun and Avatar in this category. They were seen by a lot of people, are the highest grossing movies. Well, Top Gun is the highest grossing movie domestically here in the United States. Avatar, the highest grossing movie internationally. And I think that it is worth putting them in this category simply to say, hey, these are two movies a lot of people saw. Um, I don't think Tar's in the running. I don't think Women Talking or Triangle Sadness are in the running. Um, uh, I don't nothing against those movies. I think any other year Elvis could have won this, but not this year. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front probably is going to sew up best foreign film, international category. International film, international film, international film. And, um, and uh, as much as I like Banshees, I just don't think it's going to win. So for me, it comes down between the Fablemans and everything everywhere all at once. And I told you who was going to win best director and it was going to be Steven Spielberg and he will deserve that. But the movie, the winner is going to go to everything everywhere all at once. It both should win. And I think will win. It is a movie that forwards, I think, a lot of things in, in cinema. Whereas The Fablemans is a very sympathetic film. I think people will have a lot of sympathetic feelings towards it. It's a sympathetic favorite. Everything, everywhere, all at once wins this year. Okay. I, you know, I'm torn on this again because this is what I, this is the bigger picture that I was going to paint here. I think that uh, Spielberg will win the director because, again, I think that old Hollywood voters that are still on the, the voting committee or whatever – Again, they love old Hollywood stuff. And I just don't think that those types of voters um, will see this movie and take it seriously. I think they will not understand it. It's possible. I think they will not be able to get on with get on board with the weirdness, as you said earlier, Josh. I think that will be a struggle for a lot of voters. But I also think that they'll give it some. Um, so I do think that... Uh, it will win, and it should win, but I would not be surprised if the Fablemans just backhanded our souls. Mm. Nothing against the Fablemans, but I just would not be surprised if we go, man, what a predictable winner. Um, you know, yeah. I think I think everything everywhere will win, and I think it should win. 
I'm not sure who I think a surprise is because honestly, as much as we know that uh, the Academy voters do love movies about themselves and about Hollywood, it's it's actually been a long time since one won Best Picture. Uh, the last time it actually happened was on accident when La La Land won for five seconds. <laughs> um, before that, they they skipped out on uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They skipped out on Mank. They skipped out on La La Land. So I don't know that that is as strong a force as it once was. Mm, fair. And fair, I'll fair, also fair. note that I've been pretty satisfied with the Best Picture winners over the past few years. Mm-hmm. You love uh, Green Book. No. <laughs> that is the one I'm not fond of. But, you know, Parasite uh, shocked yeah. people right. for a lot of reasons. Right. Uh, the most exhilarating Oscar Best Picture win in the history of the year. I don't think it was necessarily uh, as as, a, as popular of a win as Parasite, but I was quite pleased with Coda's win last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's What's a good chance Coda? to say that everything, everywhere, all at once will win. Um, That's fair. I'm hopeful. And uh, I'll combat the, uh, the idea, <laughs> the idea of the voters not wanting anything weird with the fact that they did vote for that movie where that lady had sex with a fish. Mm. The Shape of Water did win Best Picture, and that was was way weirder than Hot Dog Fingers. True, that's true. true. I don't disagree with that. Um, (laughs) that, Did it have as much? Did have all that butt stuff though? Listen, I'm going to make one real quick argument. You know the butt when the guys are trying to shove the butt plug in their bottoms. Oh God! You remember? In everything? Yeah, in everything. I'll have to rewatch it. I don't remember a butt part. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. You don't remember? Oh my! You watched it recently. I watched it when it came out. I watched it very recently. Yeah. Butt stuff and the paper cuts really got me. I watched it last year. Same, early last year. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys need to rewatch it because you're missing. Let me details. let me make it. Let me make one real quick argument why Top Gun should win. Yes. Okay. Let me All make right, a quick ahead. argument why Top Gun should. One, win. I want to hear it. Yes. <sighs> you may. You may. You mentioned why. Um, it's on there, and I agree, right? But I also think that's why it should win. Mm-hmm. I think the Top Gun should win because it did reinvigorate the entire movie industry when it came back. It did. People were not going. They weren't. No one, the movie after movie, you'd had so many directors come back and be like, hey, thanks for coming and seeing the I know, movie. I know. And, and no That's why one I should was coming. Disqualified. It was not happening. There was I mean, except for Spider-Man No Way stuff. Home six months before it made, like, made $200 million more. I don't disagree with At that. At Christmas. But it, yeah, but that was the year before. This is this year. Yeah. This is this year. Anyway. So that argument doesn't apply. Um, it got people excited. It got people across generations excited, right? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man also does that, but not in the same way that Top Gun did. Right. Uh, this movie was is like an incredible sequel. 25, 30 years after, comes back and just blows the original one away. Is it the strongest when it comes to uh, writing and uh you know, the, the dialogue that they had. No, but neither was Titanic. Titanic right. was not that strong when it came to dialogue and came to things like that. And Titanic won. Um, it made monstrous movies. It made incredible effects that uh, we hadn't seen before. I mean, they're in those jets. That's practical. That's not CGI. That's incredible, the things that they did. So right. I argue that it may not have the strongest elements when it comes to the dialogue and the scripting, but what it did for the industry, how it helped it, it put that fuel injection into it, got people back in there, made movie almost the made money the entire year, and had great leg. really invigorated uh, the special effects category and got people excited about it again. So I think that there is an argument that it should win. Hmm. For me, it's disqualified because Tom Cruise welcomed me back to the movies two years after I came back to the movies, but. <laughs> But I think you're an outlier. Still I am an outlier. Other people were not. It's a great name. That's going to be, you know, whenever I break into the industry, they're going to call me the outlier. The outlier. Can I convince it's anybody a great name to be. the Top Gun should win? No. I, uh, you didn't need to. I already think it should win. But I, but not. In, <laughs> but you didn't make it, you should win. No, because I don't seriously think it should win. <laughs> it's just, it's heard on your should win list. But if it wins. Well, I mean, honestly, look, get all the your least, arguments. Also it's the least predictable choice. 
All of if, your arguments could also play to Avatar, it's all I'll say. That's true. The Avatar hour, it does fit into a lot of the same arguments based on how much money and tickets it sold. But no, I would like, I don't even know. Top Gun winning would be maybe the funniest thing to ever happen at the what Oscars. A legit surprise. Legit huge surprise. A, a legit sure. huge surprise. For sure. Oh yeah, um, that was not a serious argument, but I. Just I don't even know what the reaction would be. I don't even know if people would be able to do anything but laugh and just be like, you know what, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people. Okay. The people would love it. I don't. I don't know that's how, the thing. The I don't even know if it. the people like. I, I think it might unite everyone. Even the film critics might be like, okay. <laughs> you know, I could just see you know the next day the news pe- people on the news they you know being like. Top Gun Maverick took home Best Picture last night, you know, and everybody being like, wow, that's cool. All right, great. I saw that movie. I saw that movie. Instead, it's going to be, they're going to say, Everything Everywhere All at Once won last year. Did you see that movie over there, bud? No, I didn't see that one. That's probably what's okay. going to happen. But if they, but if Top Gun wins, everybody will be like, oh, good, I saw Top Gun. Wow, they, they picked a movie people seen before. That's always the argument people talk about. Yeah, that's true. Well, those are our picks for the big categories of the Oscars this year. Uh, we will be watching the show and letting you know. Um, what am I saying? <laughs> um, we'll we'll be watching the show and we'll have a recap episode out after that to uh, let you guys know what we think. Hopefully, it's a good night. Hopefully, it's a good show. I, I anticipate no funny business. No, of, of any of any sort that includes bad awards being given out. Don't do it. Wait, 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 wait. Before we what? go, I have a thought. Can we talk about the uh, ceremony? Can we predict what we think the ceremony? We can. Is be? Because, we can. Right, listen, because I I have thoughts. Because listen, after last year's craziness, right? Part of me thinks that people are going to tune in. Yeah. To see possibly. But I also know they're going to address it a little bit. Oh yeah. But they're not going to want to make that a part of their thing. And I think that once they move on, I don't think the show's very strong for the general public. And I think that this show's going to tank. I think it's going to have a real high peak and then fall real hard. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, it's going to be very hour very, by hour ratings are going to be very uh, probably bad. Probably really high in that first hour and dip in the second. Yeah. I don't know what they have lined up, but the Oscars has not found a way to make it successful in a way that the Grammys have, where it just basically still sucks as an award show, but you get a concert. How long did last year's Oscars go? Was it three hours, two hours? I don't remember. I feel like it went a long time. I really hope it's an avatar link that then people are just going to. The problem with last year's Oscars is because they were so weird. Uh, As someone who watched it live in a, in like a, I watched, I went to circles watch party. Andrew and I did. And once that slap happened, everything was very weird. Yeah. Uh, The show was weird. No one knew what to do. The audience, like literally the audience in the room, we were like, I don't even know if I'm having fun anymore. So yeah. I think last year's is going to be hard to base it off of. Yeah. I mean, because I'm also I, yeah. sure that the ratings probably ticked up last year as people heard about what happened. Yeah. And they were like, because it was fairly early on in the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> people were like, are they going to show a replay of what happened earlier? I want to see this. You know, it was, all, it was all over social media. Um, yeah. And still, still referenced. I mean, like they're going to, you know, you'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I do bet Jimmy get will make well, I don't know. It's what gonna be interesting because, in terms of presentation, I assume they're gonna go back to the big time glitz and glamour that they've had in the past. Um, but we have a musical number. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, it's. I bet they make. Well, they've already announced some of the. I was gonna say something about the presenters, but I bet I think they've already announced all the that they that they're gonna have presenters. I was gonna say they may do a, a new way to do presentations this year, but yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I know I, it's going to be long. And I'm, I'm not going to take any of our suggestions from last year. I more or less give up on the ceremony. I don't get, I just don't care anymore about that part of it. I like the Oscars because I like the Oscars. You know, I, I like to see the, uh, our, our cinema celebrated as an art form. Uh, right. So I enjoy that part of it. And that's why I don't think, I, I just, am t- I just, I'm tired of it being on TV. I'd rather just stream it because then I don't have to listen to this crap about ratings anymore. I, I just let yeah. me watch the show I want to watch so that everyone else could shut up. It's really enjoyable as a Twitter feed, you know, of just every 10 minutes, here comes a new winner and everybody can talk about that winner for a little bit. Right. But like, um, I, I, if it wasn't for 
our review uh, as doing the shows, I probably wouldn't watch it. I would just watch right. my Twitter feed and watch as you know See the Academy tweets out the winner, um, and then we could talk about it after. But I will endure this show for you, the fans, again. Um, even I love that I, for David. It's an endure. It is yeah. it's an endurance test because it's, it's it's long, man. You need my, to watch my, it with my, me and Andrew. We have fun. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys probably have sitting over there with Cheetos and <laughs> heck uh, yeah, popcorn. You know, uh, what was it you were talking about? You know, uh, you were uh, you were talking about candy corn the other week. You know, just get a big pile of candy corn and uh, and chow down. Watch we the do it Academy right. Awards. You know, it probably is better in a group setting, like most things. Oh, it is. But it's it, uh, it more yeah. fun. I'm just gonna be sitting on my couch watching Jimmy Kimmel try to have fun with I don't know whoever who was it last year that hosted it was. Uh, it was Chris Rock. <laughs> no, oh yeah, it's Chris Rock. What did uh, what did that other what did um, what's that female comedian? What did she? Wait, do? was Chris Rock the host? No, no he, he was, was just a presenter. presenter. I don't a, remember who hosted last year. It was uh, a, it was uh, Amy. Oh yes, Amy uh, Schumer and when, Schumer and Wanda Sykes. They they shared it, didn't they? Something like that. I've just fucking all this up. I don't want to say any of that. Uh, yeah, it was Amy Schumer, at least. So someone else there too, I think. Yeah, I yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to expect. I don't have any other guesses for the ceremony. I think it'll be as meh as usual. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, what I think my question is: What can they do? Is there anything that the Oscars can do to make it interesting? Did we to- make a? Sh- did we to do me, a show last year with our suggestions? I thought we did. I don't remember. We may have to go find it, but like real quick, what is there anything? To me in 2023, you cut it down by putting it on streaming. Get rid of the yeah. commercials, cut down a lot of the crap, put it on a streaming network. Yeah. Um for and make and gear it toward people who like film, not toward the general audience. The general audience doesn't care about the Oscars. Movie fans do. Yeah. So gear it toward them. And be okay with not getting 25 million viewers because that's not realistic anymore. Yeah. Or my that's other suggestion, my rant. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna cling to TV, make it two nights. Do a night and do a lot of your and do a lot of your do a lot of your awards there. Uh, make it an hour and a half, like a 90 minute show. Get off and on, and then the next night you do all your other awards, make a 90 minute show. Because the thing is, it's too long. It's too long. You're sitting there waiting through. Uh, all these awards for best picture or best actor, whatever they're going to do. And it just takes forever. It just takes forever. So, you know, split it up, make it a couple, you know, do it, make it a two night affair. It might be weird for the audience that's in person, but you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't can, care about Hollywood. I don't care. We can pre-tape it for all I care and then split it up when you air yeah. it. Yeah. Swear everybody. Sees yeah. It. I just think it's going to, I think it's destined for streaming someday. The SAG awards are moving to Netflix next year. They're the first to to try it, so I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, but big big get for whoever whoever would whoever gets it. Yeah, I mean, if ABC keeps the deal, then it could go to Disney Plus or Hulu. It could go, and that would, and you know what? It probably do pretty well on Disney Plus. I think it would do well on Disney Plus, honestly. A big audience. That's two hundred million people worldwide. Uh, roughly, roughly worldwide. That's a that's a bigger audience than they're already reaching on yep. ABC. On ABC, yep. So anyway. There's, so there's some last second thoughts about what yep. the Academy should do. Yep. Uh, with that, we will uh, bid you adieu. Find us online at so many sequels.com. You can find links to our social media accounts there, as well as uh, all of our past episodes available right there for you. We'll be back here pretty soon with our Oscars recap and some more movie reviews down the line. Uh, we'll see you next time.